This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Bringing you a common sense and fresh perspective to creating a just society. This is Common Sense on Social Justice. You'll get equipped with the tools you need to carry out social justice right where you are. Now, here's the host of Common Sense on Social Justice, Michael Davis. Thank you so much again for joining us as we continue our journey of creating a just society right where we are. Uh, Today, we're talking about a topic that uh, often uh, people walk away from the work of social justice get discouraged and quit because of this thing, and that is the obstacles that's presented to them in this work of justice. The fact is, if you work over a long period of time in the work of justice, you are going to be presented with obstacles, oftentimes obstacles that seem insurmountable, and you're going to be hit with what seems to be dead-end roadblocks. And so uh, it, it can be discouraging and frustrating Uh, wearisome. So today we're going to talk about what to do when presented with these roadblocks uh, to social justice. So on the way to the studio today, I was coming, wanting to jump on the freeway to get to the studio and lo and behold, the ramp was closed because they're doing construction and I had to do this big long detour through traffic and what felt like a hundred traffic lights to get to the exit uh, where I could get onto the freeway. And the work of social justice is often like that. You just come up on things like, oh, man, how do I deal with this? And, and, and especially when you're doing the work of social justice, and you may already be tired, it seems like a big deal when suddenly an obstacle gets thrown in your way, something didn't work out, you've got a detour on the road. So as we begin today, let's talk about, first of all, what obstacles tend to come your way in the area of social justice and where do they come from? Well, as St. Paul reminds us in the scriptures that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and the spiritual forces in the dark places. And so ultimately, Satan is our arch nemesis and Satan hates justice Satan hates God, therefore Satan will do what he can try to do to get us to quit and to destroy us and to stop us in our work of obedience to the Creator in in acting uh, and creating justice towards our human brothers and sisters and towards creation. And so Satan ultimately, first of all, is the source, okay? Not the mayor of your city, not the county officials, not the governor, not the president. It may seem like that at times, but if they are throwing obstacles to stop you in your way, just know that they're actually being influenced by a spiritual force, uh, whether they are aware of it or not. But that's where it's really coming from. So to try to counter that person really is unproductive. You got to go deeper into the sources. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But what do a lot of these obstacles look like? 
Well, I can think of, you know, I can tell you a bunch of stories, but a lot, you know, one of the obstacles I think for me is the most discouraging comes from fellow workers. And by fellow workers, not necessarily people directly working with you, but people working in the same field. So, for example, if you're serving the homeless, people from other organizations may get jealous of you, or even within your own organization, may get jealous of you and try to hurt you, to slow you down and stop you by telling lies about you, rumors by making moves of some kind to to stop your progress. And that can probably be one of the most discouraging obstacles because you think, man, you and I should be working together on this. We should be, you know, in unity. Uh, I believe it was St. John in the scriptures that talks about the discouragement of people who appeared to be brothers but were not and walked away from us. And how discouraging demoralizing that can be. So that's one of the obstacles that can get thrown in your way. Another obstacle, and before we go to more outward ones again, is within yourself. Your own junk inside of you. Maybe you've got wounds from the past uh, of some type or another. Maybe you've got these lies that are floating around in your head about yourself that you're inadequate that you can't do this, that there's people that are better equipped to do this than you, better speakers than you, better organizers than you, whatever. You've just got this junk inside you, and that is an obstacle. Now, how do you clear that junk out? Now, get a counselor if you need to. Good spiritual guide, meditation, prayer, like we talked about in a previous podcast. But clean out the junk inside of you so that you can see clearly to serve others. Because a lot of times we are our own roadblock. Our own worst enemy, as the saying goes. Sometimes I've had to ask myself, what in the world is slowing me down in progress in this area? And then I have to realize, oh, it was me that was slowing me down. (laughs) And then I feel stupid after that. But yeah, we can be our own worst enemy and our own roadblock, our own obstacle. Another obstacle that often gets presented is governmental obstacles. I think it's interesting in Ephesians 6, where St. Paul says we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. It's interesting that he's not just talking in the spiritual realms of something we can't see, but also something we can see that, uh, and I'm sure when St. Paul wrote that, he's probably thinking of Nero and the Roman government of his day, that they themselves are in cahoots with the spiritual darkness. And so we don't, don't be surprised when the government gets in your way. I was working a few years ago with the city of Portland on a very effective project that was helping homeless families not only get off the streets, but it was helping them, you know, get their lives turned around, get cleaned up from drugs, all kinds of things. It was going well. 
until the mayor's office just started bashing me on the news and started just doing very devious things to take me out. And then they were talking to the neighbors in the area I was working and telling them lies. And so the neighbors turned on me who previously were working with me. I thought, good grief, what in the world is going on here? And I got highly angry and discouraged because I was seeing the work go downhill that was being so effective. Well, guess what? You see, it was an obstacle thrown in by the government who was in cahoots with what? The spiritual darkness. I wasn't wrestling with flesh and blood. I was wrestling with something much darker, much deeper. And so those obstacles, those roadblocks, and sometimes those roadblocks actually stop you. Uh, think of St. Dominic, who just kept getting stopped on several fronts on different things. And so, you know, and he would get discouraged about it. Uh, other things is when your team can't get along. That's a major obstacle. Everything's going well, you're happy, and all of a sudden you can't get along with each other. Or maybe there's a new person that joins the team and then this new person creates friction and division within the team that didn't normally exist before. Well, guess where that came from? Take a wild guess. And so you get, and there's many obstacles, financial obstacles. I mean, I could go on and on. Let me know in the email, uh, uh, and you'll get the email at the end of the podcast, but let me know in the email, what obstacles have you faced in your work of social justice? I mean, there are many out there and they come and they, and oftentimes you don't even see them coming just like, bam, they're there. And you're like, where did this come from? The enemy likes to use the element of surprise for us. So the real question then becomes, once these obstacles present themselves, how do we overcome them? Because we don't want to, we don't want to get ourselves all tangled up in, in a, you know, a web of, of misery. We want to maintain joy as we do the work of justice. We want it, we, because why joy? Because we're working in tandem with the creator who is joy, eternal joy. So it should be a joy to do the work. The enemy, as the scripture says, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan does not want you to have joy in seeing justice realized, but you got to take it. I remember when I was in high school, I had a, I was doing weight training, uh, uh, following a weight training plan to get my muscles built up in the sports I was in in high school. And I remember my weight trainer who also was a karate sensei every day. After I was done with my training, I'd be walking away to go to my car and he would just say, he always had this, did the same way. I'd be walking away with my back turned to him and then he would say, Michael, <laughs> and I would turn around and I'd say, what? And he would say, don't let anybody steal your joy. Said that every day. And I thought, why is he always telling me that? Well, now I realize now that I'm in my fifties that there are many people that seek to steal your joy in life. And you've got to take it back. Satan seeks to steal and to kill and to destroy. But you've got to say, no, 
No, by the power of God and by his grace, I'm maintaining the joy. I'm keeping going forward in this work of justice because I'm called to it and it is necessary in the creative order. And so in overcoming obstacles, uh, we've got to make sure, first of all, we don't get tangled up in that web of misery of focusing on the obstacle. Don't focus on it. Focus on the good. And that's really what Satan, Satan doesn't have much of a toolbox these days because through the cross and resurrection of Jesus Christ, Satan had his toolbox cleaned out. <laughs> his main tool is distraction. That's why he does. That's why there's so many televisions in people's home is to distract us from prayer and meditation. Why so many troubles in the world? It's really just to distract us. So Satan likes to throw obstacles in our path just to distract us. So we're not focused on the work of justice. We're focused on the obstacle. And we forget that the obstacle is a passing thing, but the work of justice is forever. And so uh, I, th I think of St. Teresa of Avila, the nun uh, who was uh, uh, mentored by St. John of the Cross. St. Teresa of Avila said, Never fear, never worry. Everything is passing. Only God remains. So she was like, keep your focus on God. Don't keep your focus on all these troubles and things because it's all passing. It's here and then it's gone. And so when obstacles present themselves, don't get caught up in the web of misery by focusing on the obstacle, but rather focus on the goodness of God. And just, you know, when an obstacle presents itself, make it your, just work at it, practice. The first time an obstacle presents itself, just th say, first thing, thank you, God, for uh, giving me the privilege of doing this task. Maybe it's serving the homeless. Maybe it's serving widows or serving uh, people in domestic violence, or refugees and immigrants, whatever it is, just, you know, when you see those obstacles, you just say, God, thank you that I am right here right now. That's a habit I've gotten into in my life, by the way. So when things start getting dark, I just say out loud, thank you, God, that I am right here right now. And I don't say I am, I say for. So I say, thank you, God, for right here, right now. And that just gets my focus back where it needs to be. So don't focus on the obstacle. Another way to overcome obstacles is through thanksgiving and praise. I've got a uh, someone I know who texts me regularly with, and they have lots of mental health issues, but they just text me like, oh, Michael, it's terrible, this, that, and the other. And I text back, don't forget thanksgiving and praise. That is a powerful weapon we have in our arsenal, thanksgiving and praise. Satan is doomed when we give thanks to God and we give praise to God. So get in that habit of just when obstacles present themselves instead of like, oh, woe is me, this is bad, this is terrible. Rather, thank you, God. Thank you for your goodness. And then just start naming the goodness of God. Thank you that we got to see so-and-so get off the streets and into housing. Thank you for the progress in this woman's life who was so wounded when she came to me for help. And now look at the where she's at now. Just start naming 
and saying, thank you, God, for this and that, and it gets your focus back. Uh, another way to overcome obstacles is to ask yourself, what am I supposed to learn through this? Because God allows obstacles to come into your path to teach you and to grow you and to humble you. So humble yourself and say, okay, I get it. I'm not perfect yet. Here is a cross instead of an obstacle. Here's a cross. It's been placed on my path. What am I supposed to learn? And allow the Holy Spirit to teach you and to guide you. And even ask trusted friends, say, hey, where do I need to grow? What's going on here? I've got this difficult circumstance that's presented itself. Where do I need to grow? And maybe God is just teaching you surrender and trust. I've had deep, deeply dark hours in my life. And through those hours, I've learned to ask or to say, you know, God, <laughs> I get it. I am nothing and you are everything. I cannot do the work I do. I cannot speak on the podcast. I can't do anything unless you make it happen. When I'm driving to the studio to do the podcast, I just say, Holy Spirit, I'm going to need you to open my vocal cords. I'm going to need you to open my mind. I need your help because I can't do it myself. Surrender dependence on God. And as you go through the work of social justice, those obstacles and dead ends will surely come your way. And those are good reminders to just say, God, I'm humbling myself before you. I recognize I cannot see racial equality in my own strength. I need you to do it. I need you, Holy Spirit, to implant love into people's hearts for each other. I need you to implant it in the hearts of employers to give their employees a just wage. I need you, God, to give this person living in this tent the power to overcome their addictions because I can't do it myself. I need you, God. Because you see, your the tool, your, the arms and the legs, the feet and the hands that God is using to do this, but it's always the work of justice and charity are always God's work because you and I are coming and going. We were born into this life and we're exiting this life through death and then others will come along in our place. So it's not our work. It's God's work. And you're just here temporarily to be the hands and feet doing it. So obstacles, when they come, just humble yourself and use it as a reminder of memento mori. I am required to die. And when I die, my work's done. But I want to leave something behind. So I'm not going to let this temporary obstacle stop me. I'm going to push through. And that is... Uh, another step towards overcoming obstacles is pray and push through. Pray and push through. God is strengthening you. You're weak. I'm weak. St. Paul admitted he's weak. <laughs> and God is trying to make you stronger 
And this obstacle is like a weight that you're pushing through. And by pushing through this weight, your muscles are, your spiritual muscles are getting bigger. And so you push through and you say, I'm not letting this stop me. And then I encourage you, if you're not a Catholic, this may sound weird. It's quite normal for Catholics to do this is to choose a saint and ask that saint daily, help me in my work of justice. My patron saint is St. Benedict Joseph Labray, a homeless man in the 1700s who helped and served so many other homeless people in his lifetime. A great saint. encourage you to read about my St. Benedict Joseph Labre, L-A-B-R-E, L-A-B-R-E. But I do daily. I, before I go in to do my work of serving the homeless, I say, St. Labre, pray for me today that God will give me the grace to love and to serve. And then here's the final step or one more step. I can't say the final as if I'm some definitive authority, but uh, sorry about that. But uh, here's one more step is to grow in love. Lately, I have not been asking God to help me solve any homeless people's problems. I've been serving immigrants and refugees a lot more recently, and I haven't been asking God, help me with solving their problems. I've just been asking God, please help me today to love them. Sometimes I get kind of angry. Sometimes I get tired. Sometimes I get grumpy. Sometimes I get tired of hearing the same story over and over again, especially people who are stuck in addictive cycles. Sometimes it just drives me crazy. So lately I've been asking God, please help me to love today. So grow in love. And as you grow in love, once those obstacles present themselves, you're like, I'm not worried about this obstacle. What I'm focused on is the person. And once you focus on the person, the obstacle tends to step aside, you see. And so I hope this has been an encouragement and a help to you as you do this work of social justice. I don't mean to be discouraging to you, but if you're going to do this over the long, long term, obstacles, roadblocks, dead ends will just be there. That's just part of the journey. And I encourage you to do it, to keep going and don't, don't. Please don't give up because those people need you in that moment to help them through whatever difficulty of injustice that they're going through. And you can make it. You can do it. Uh, I think of a time where King David, uh, before he was King David and Saul was king in Israel, Saul was seeking to um, to obliterate, to kill David. And I mean that literally made attempts on David's life. I remember a story one day where David was trapped in the wilderness. He was surrounded by Saul's army and he was trapped. And what did David do in that moment? The Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord. Yeah. See, David had the right focus and you can as well. When those obstacles present themselves, when you feel like you can't go any longer, instead of saying, oh, woe is me, or I can't do this, 
Instead of wishing and saying, oh, I wish this obstacle would go away. I wish things would work out. Instead of that, do what David did. Encourage yourself in God. And when you do that, then suddenly you'll have the strength to push on through to victory. As you create a just society right where you are. You've been listening to Common Sense on Social Justice with your host, Michael Davis. A common sense and fresh perspective to creating justice where you are. Share your comments and questions with Michael by emailing sjcommonsense at gmail.com. That's sjcommonsense at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.